Alexa, <laughs> stop the music. <laughs> Cut the beat. <laughs> one day, one day, Alexa's gonna be like, I'm not gonna fucking listen to you anymore. Then she'll get replaced, fucking... and I'll be like, and Hey, Google. Everyone's Alexa is gonna take over the world. <laughs> it's gonna be crazy. Earlier, Tati was like, Alexa. <laughs> TJ was like, Yes. <laughs> <laughs> not fooling around. Let's get to this pod. Welcome to the most relatable experience you've ever been a part of, the Effort and Vibe podcast. I'm your host, Javon. And I'm your girl, Tay. And we're back at it again with... Hi, it's Tati. Hey, boy, Zay. What is going on, y'all? Welcome back to more Effort and more Vibes. What are we on now, guys? Episode 17 now? 17. Yes, sir. 17. I feel like there's something special about No small 17. feet right there. Yeah, getting to 17 episodes is not an easy... Thing and not just for anybody to do. That's for us to do and us alone. Yeah. Seventeen and me, right? Sweet seventeen. <laughs> we should have th- threw ourselves a sweet sixteen. Oh, sweet sixteen. Or <laughs> well, we could have gave ourselves oh, a quinceanera. I was gonna say, it, isn't what? Quinceanera is a sixteen, right? No, no. Quince is five. <laughs> Look at Mel staring at me so hard. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I said. No, sir, that's fifteen. You don't know your Espanol? No, no, not at all. I know uno, dos, tres, and in banana. Well, you clearly didn't even get through a half episode of Dora the Explorer because you could would have at least gotten to five. Listen, I know how to order Spanish food from the local bodega. It sounds like you only know how to get empanada. So, I know pollo. He can't, he can't get he can't get anything more than three. I'm no pollo. pollo. I'm no pollo. Pollo. Ro, 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 rojo. That's red, right? Yeah, I thought it was rice. No, <laughs> yeah, it's not. Arroz, actually. Arroz con pollo. Yep. Arroz, yeah. Arroz con, Arroz con pollo. All right, well, anyways, we're not. Can so I get a chicken. large rojo? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I've been to DR, and I have survived with the best of them, all right? Shout out to Jesus. Oh. <laughs> but what we got for me? Vibes, vibes, vibes. <laughs> really vibes for me. Guys, I don't know if we talked about it on a previous episode before, but Pop Sugar released their dates for Pop Sugar Playground. Ooh, and ooh. it's fucking amazing. For those who don't but know, yeah, I was explain say. to them what Pop Sugar <laughs> oh, is. Pop you. Sugar Playground is this beautiful two-day, I would, did you call it a, would I call it a festival? Would you call it a festival? No, then do I'd they call music? it a fit, a fitstival. A fitstival. Ooh, Ooh, I like that mm. take. Get okay. on the marketing the, thing. Yes. Coin the phrase. Fitstival. So it's like they have workouts, celebrity <laughs> panels, and you get like a whole, all these like holistic experiences. And it's just great energy. Oh, it's so beautiful. And it's so fun. For people who are like really interested in, I guess, like working out and I don't know. There's a lot of females there. It wasn't, it's not marketed just to females, but I don't think I saw any dongs. Yeah, there was, I mean, there was like a few, but it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't a dong fest. It's the, it feels like a women's conference. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like a, I don't know. It's like, just beautiful. And then the, everyone goes to all the workout classes. So there's this main stage where every morning it was like church. It was like hundreds I don't know if it was hundreds. Thousands. Was, no, in my no mind, it was like hundreds of girls. You know, and we were all just like doing rows. like the same yoga. It was like rows of like oh, 15. beautiful. But yeah, Pop yeah. Sugar Playground, June 13th and 14th in New York City this year. Um, effort Pier and Vaginas something. Are, are you guys going to go as Effort and Vaginas? Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, for those that don't know, okay. Tay and Tati have coined the phrase Effort and Vaginas. They're going to make this <laughs> a thing one way or another, but you can just refer to them. We're referring to the effort and vaginas. We're That's gonna what we're going to. E and V. Yeah. 
That kind Dr. of sounds Tati like and, and T-Money. Like when we go there, we're going to get topics. Like we're on a mission. Like now, like last year, it was like, okay, like this is our first time. Da, 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 let's figure out how to do yeah. things. Like this year, we're there with a mission. I, I honestly think that'd be dope if y'all really like talked to some women, got some viewpoints from that. At Pop Sugar Playground. Hey, we can even make a whole thing about it. We can do an effort and vaginas trip. Make an Airbnb. And we can record it the whole time. Bro. And we can do a mukbang. <laughs> of all the food see, that's this is, there, see this is this is what goes wrong with women and planning things. As Listen. soon as they get a good like a good idea, uh, they start like adding additional projects to the already one. Like let's just focus uh, on. Because we take you a good idea, good idea, idea. make it a great idea. Yeah. Oh, you, had, you had one real good. You Why don't you start adding on the extra. When they you know go what? low, we go high. That's did, what Michelle said. And so I'm you tell glad me. that so, at some point we're gonna phase into what this episode's about because we beyond this mentality that we're about to get to. Thank you. And you just ain't. It's okay. Fucking with it. It's okay. No, I'm fucking with it. I'm just. Oh, now you fucking like, with it. Now you're fucking with it. <laughs> uh, moving. It, we can move on. At Pop Sugar Playground, <laughs> vibe of the week. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my vibe of the week, guys. Amanda Seals is going on tours again. Haters gonna hate. Um, but yeah, so wait to watch Tay throw her panties on stage. (laughs) (laughs) I'm definitely not throwing panties because, like, you know, I honestly understand Amanda as a character, as her. You know, I just understand her, so I know how to approach her. It's meet and greet. So what kind of tour is it? Is she doing like a a comedy? Yeah, so it's smart, funny, and black. That's like her brand, her backing, you know, what she's worked for and now puts out there. Um, so she's going on tour with Smart, Funny, and Black. So it's, oh, and it's like a compilation of kind of like, you know, rap yeah, songs. Yeah, she does the white, Negro like, spiritual yeah, yeah, exactly. kind of she vibe. She does those, yeah. like singing. Yeah. I liked her HBO special. Did y'all see it? Oh, I did catch that. Yep. I love, I, I loved I her HBO it. special. So you just need to be there. <laughs> yeah, you just have to be there. Like you just literally have to be there. I like, I know it because like I am always on top of it, but I don't know how to like, portray what it is until you actually see it the thing about amanda she's strongly opinionated she's funny as hell i think she's, she's one on of the, the real more, now too yeah and she's yeah. on the real i think she's mm-hmm. one of the more funnier opinionated women Bad. comedians that are out there yeah, yeah. not she's, saying i know them all but i like amanda yeah she no, says yeah, what really she like. says and we like amanda here i think we're big fans absolutely absolutely she needs to know about effort and vibes so we're gonna pull up on her oh. at the meet and greet it's gonna be a good time absolutely. she's gonna be out here in boston i think what may may 9th may 9th word mm-hmm. so that's definitely gonna beautiful. be beautiful Sign, right. my oh, book. sign your book. That's, yeah. that's so underrated. Getting a book Bring signed book. is so underrated now. Yeah. I know everybody wants the picture, but getting something signed is a yeah. little that shows the artist. So whoever you're gonna go see, like, yo, I I like you and I fuck yeah. with you, but like I read what you wrote. Exactly. Like I read your words. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I fuck with you I on you. another. I fuck exactly. with you on a spiritual level. <laughs> yeah. That's why I tell you I let me borrow that joint so I can read it so I can make sure I, I ask her a very, very intelligent personal question that only she would know that you know, you gotta read her book to know, to ask. You know what I'm saying? So like you got that's how you tap that's in. Good, that's good journalism. That's how you right tap in. I see you. I see what you're doing, man. <laughs> that's how you tap in. <laughs> you got a vibe for the week this week, Dr. Zay. I don't, oh. man. Man, like his brother's name. I'm gonna say he didn't get any of this you. schooling. Wait, <laughs> all these hard Googled hours. When, wasn't the last part you were talking about fornicating all of MLK? Yeah, day? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm just, I, I thought you elevated his uh, spirit there. I'll make him a doctor. That's true. I'm not a doctor in any sense of it. I'm he's just slanging this dong. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> oh <Wow>. my <laughs> lanta. Okay, <laughs> what vibes you got for us though, man? I, this, this week has been a tough one, man. Like. Uh, you know, like I was, I was, I was excited at the beginning of the week. You know, looking at the rock, looking at everybody looking real, real nice at the Rock Nation brunch. Everybody was looking real beautiful. And then, dope. You, you know what I'm saying? Like you scroll down Instagram, you so, see all your celebrity, uh, you see all your celebrity friends looking good. Yay. <laughs> 
You know what I'm saying? You just like one day. I know. Right, right. And then literally soon after just feeling that high, just just seeing the black excellence, I got the news. We I think y'all got the news that that uh, you know, Kobe had passed. So it was just like that 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 just it just stopped me in my tracks, man. So it just like it was it was it was it was awful. I couldn't even continue. You know what I mean? Like I, it, it was just one of those things where like nothing else had like I don't know. Nothing else had really like it was it was just it was just so sad. Just it, nothing else had mattered after that point. It was just like damn. On January 26, Kobe Bryant, his second eldest daughter Gianna and Gigi Bryant, and seven others were on their way to Mamba Academy in Thousand Oaks, California, via helicopter for basketball practice, like any other day. As the weather and fog increased, the pilot was caught in a mountainous area which resulted in the helicopter crash in Calabasas, and all of his passengers succumbed to their injuries. Among those on board with Bryant was his daughter, were John Atabelli, Carrie Atabelli, and Alyssa Atabelli, Christina Monsieur, Sarah Chester, Peyton Chester, and Aria Zumbaye. We originally planned a different subject for this week, but after hearing the news about this tragedy, we felt compelled to dedicate this pod to Kobe and express what he has done for us in being a large part of our adolescence. We wanted to provide our listeners with some much needed nostalgia, a space to cope and recognize the Mamba mentality. But speaking of Kobe, though, um, what did Kobe mean to you, though, Zay? Like, since we kind of already so like, the vibe. Like, Kobe, to me... Like I hated Kobe at first because I, I was an AI fan. You know what I mean? Like back in two thousand, back in two thousand one, when they, when the Lakers was doing their thing, I was all about AI. When they when they when they lost, I cried. <laughs> I cried when they lost because I was just root for. Uh, and then like with hearing after hearing the news, I cried again, and I was like, all that feeling just came back, and it was just like, man, because Kobe was somebody who was just like, he was he was just that dude who you like you you love to hate him because he every, everything he seemed to always defy the odds. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah! And it was just like it was just like. Why can't I just I just wanted my guy to win. If your guy was going up against Kobe, you was never winning. I feel like I feel like a lot of a lot of Celtics fans out here can, can relate to that. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> they 100 percent here and you know, living in Boston, being a Laker fan isn't easy. Right. They that run that they made early 2000s first championship where AI did get that one win. Right. And the found they had swept everybody. And this is when I'm just becoming like a Kobe fan and a Laker fan at that, too. And. Boy, I was hyped. I was talking all the trash on the bus. Yeah. Got the brooms out. Get you out of here. Yep. You thought who's going to beat who? Get them out of here. Right. Blaze is what? Goodbye. Like, <laughs> I was talking the most trash to everybody on the buses and the schoolyard. Pulling up, doing right. all the moves, grabbing the little paper balls. Kobe, yeah, this Kobe, right. that uh, running around down the hallways, tapping yeah. the top of the, um, the Everything walkways. that you did, basketball related, was, co- was Kobe. Yeah. I feel you know like, what I mean? Yeah, I feel like going off of what, what Zay was saying, like, I wasn't really, like, a, a fan of, like, any particular team. But, like, something about me, I just, like, I was like, yo, I can't stand Kobe. Right. But, like. I never hated him. It was just like, I can't stand your ass. Like, you just so good. Like, why? And like you said, your right. guy can never go, your guy can never win. And like one of my best friends, like KK, is obsessed with, with Kobe. Like met Kobe. Like yeah. this girl has like literally spoke spoken Kobe literally into her life. So like that was somebody who was like the first person who I thought about and literally just, you know, had to reach out to her and talk to her about that. But just like talking to her was just so we would never we just tiptoe around the conversation with her if we ever talk about Kobe because she always had an argument for it always had something to say yeah. always had something and she was backed like he was nice didn't like, she have like a whole Kobe themed party 
Yeah. So wow. KK has like KK has literally been a fan from since I played AAU ball with her, like growing up. That's all Kobe. Like we used to do the same same shit too, but like she was really Kobe. And her name's Kalandra. So KK Kobe. Yeah. Like that's it's just Match her. made in heaven. Exactly. So like KK used to like Photoshop herself in to pictures yep. <laughs> like it'd be her and Kobe we'd be like yo KK you gotta stop she's like nah like you already know Kobe <laughs> like basketball practice Kobe and so her 24th birthday like naturally everybody knows number 24 honestly she could have did it at 8 I'm sure she would have planned it at 8 too but yeah she probably wasn't involved in the game <laughs> exactly much, exactly but 24 yep she wore a 24 jersey had a Kobe cake didn't even cut Kobe's face like diehard fan yeah. like I'm gonna be on like, cut, cut her own face right. but that's Kobe's face <laughs> she's like oh, let's just <laughs> on cut the outside hold on For, speaking of cakes though is there <laughs> did y'all do that as kids like not cut out like your name or something in the birthday yeah. cake yeah I was child. Uh, your, or your face because oh, your, your parents face. Were, yeah. yeah I'm an only yeah. child so I still don't eat my face though. <laughs> so I'm eat my face cut around the face cut around the face yeah something weird about cutting into a picture with your face on it yeah I don't know. That's just me. I know it's just the cake. You're not supposed to think anything of it, but yeah. I think she I has the right be, approach to it. I used to be weird. I used to like cut around my face and then like peel it off the top and then just like chew it. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> you would have ate right through that, wouldn't you? Good fuck. You'd be like, yeah, it is what it is. Didn't um, want my face on the cake anyway. <laughs> no, I know something funny. Like my um, first experience with Kobe, because I grew up with a bunch of girls. So basketball or like sports wasn't my family's thing mm -hmm. or what I grew up mm -hmm. with but wanting to talk to the boys or the guys or I was just naturally attracted to basketball people who played basketball so I just had to know something so whenever the person I talked to was just basketball and I was like yeah, Kobe Bryant. And it's like, what? Well, you know, I just, yo, yeah, Kobe. I used, to, yo, I used to hate girls that did that. And just, I'd be like, yo, name some players. They'd be like, yeah, I know, I know right. basketball. And they try to talk to you. Right. I know, I know basketball. Yeah, name me somebody. Right. Uh, yep. Kobe. I had a good Kobe. And then Michael once I started Jordan. dating people, I, I started to learn things. I knew stuff about like Kevin Garnett. Like Ooh, I started no. to have like a whole little lineup of things I knew. <laughs> so like, Tatiana, what do you know about sports? Well, let me go through my roster of guys and I'll tell you what they knew about sports. And that's what I know about So it was them. just, so whoever you were talking to at the time, whoever their favorite player was, you just kind of added to your roster of, I'm going to use this later. Listen. Yeah. You know, you learn yeah. something new every day. So... <laughs> When she was learning that, she just pocketed it. Like, I'm not even day, mad at every I'm not day. even mad the way like girls think about stuff like that. They trying to relate. They, they yeah. re that's that's the world. Ah, excuse me. That's girls' way of putting effort in. Right, and it's like when you when you think about I, you can respect it, especially when it comes to like sports. And that's what, that's what sports does, and especially when it comes to like you, you think of effort. You think of Kobe. I think honestly, Kobe represents the effort and effort and vibes. You know what I mean? Like like. Our logo is purple for a reason. You know what I'm saying? Hey. Like, <laughs> you, you, I see what you do. You pardon now. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you pardon. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> boy, you better. <laughs> but like, but like, I mean that. Like, we we all we talk we talk a lot about we talk a lot about the vibe. We talk a lot about the energy and the effort it takes to, to create a vibe and all that. But it's like, in everything that we do, everything that Kobe represented, it was always about the effort. It was always about never quitting. It was always about giving it your all. You know what I mean, and and that's when I think people who people who once hated Kobe started to be to be like, oh, I can't deny this dude's greatness. I can't deny this dude's legend. He's putting on not only for, not only not only for himself, but his teammates, for his family. 
And it's like, it's like, that's that, that, and then like that mama mentality, that's like what we, we all start to adapt to. When we talk about process and we talk about this structure and we talk about like, you know, having a plan to go after what you want, you know what I mean? And, and trusting in that process and whatever you do, that's, that's all stems from, from COVID. You know what I mean? Like, that's the mama mentality. And that's what we all really be out here striving to do. And like, so when we get that news of it just being like, like it was just a gut punch because it was just like a, it, was, it was a it was a for me at least it was like a real um it just stopped in my tracks you know what i'm saying like i keep i keep coming back to it because i think i think i'm still trying to process it i'm still trying to yeah. like i think we're all still trying to heal you know what i mean like, mm-hmm. like i can't so i can't imagine what like the family is going through what the family's going through you know what i mean yeah um, i mean even the other families that were weren't on it as well like yeah just everybody involved is just like let me actually ask this like, where were you when you found out just sitting in my I living room, laying in bed. I was, uh, I was looking. I was like, you know, just I was coming down the stairs. Yeah, well, you, you was upstairs. I, I, I was sitting in the room. You know, you got your phone in your hand, like you just chilling like any other day. And I think I got, I was like, I got a text from my boys in the group chat. He was like, "R.I.P. Kobe." And I was like, "What?" There's no. I, I like jumped back. I, and I was like, like, "What?" Like a joke, right? I was like, like "Yeah, you, something you must, don't want to believe." Yeah, I was like, "Something must be." I don't know. Something ain't right. So then I just immediately go to. I immediately turn the TV on to turn ESPN on. And I immediately uh, like uh, went to Instagram. I just started scrolling. I think I seen TMZ. It was like, Kobe crashed the helicopter. And I was like, yo, this can't be real. Yeah, you know I mean? Yo, the fact yeah. that they dropped it so quickly to me. Yeah. I was sitting in the living room chilling and my, my cousin calls me. My, co- my cousin calls me and he's like, yo, man, have you heard? I'm like, heard what? Like, what's up? Yeah. He's like, oh, Kobe passed. And I'm like, dog, what are you talking about? Oh, you ain't you know, haven't looked or nothing? I'm like, dude, I just got it from the gym. Like, I just came in thinking of Kobe. Right. Like I was just in there cooking everybody right. <laughs> at open run right. in my Kobe, <laughs> in my Kobe best. And he's like, no, you got to check it on. I turned that on. I was like, I was devastated. I was yeah. like, what? This isn't real. Come on. They yeah. can't announce this. Like I get an accident happens. Yeah. We got to let this develop more right. before we just announce someone gone. Yeah. I, I felt the same way because I was in literally laying in bed and my mom texted me. I was like, Kobe died. But like, you know how you see it on the, <laughs> I didn't even open it. I was like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, she's nah. So I'm like, all right, like, let me like do the same thing. Started scrolling. And then I saw that obviously, you know, the helicopter and everything. But I honestly thought like at the time of the helicopter, I still wasn't convinced. Like at that moment, I was like, oh, okay. Like they're about to like, you know, call him, you know, pronounce him dead. He's actually not dead. He's just in critical condition. Like it has to be something else. Like he's just going to, they're going to bring him to the hospital and has to possibly have another chance. And then you start like bringing in the, all the analytics of everything. Like yeah. you realize that the helicopter had crashed. I guess there was news that like they couldn't even like put out the fire. They had to let it burn. Um, Cause like some of the chemicals that were over there, if they poured water on it, it would have just got more engulfed. So it was just crazy, crazy here. I didn't even know all those specific details. Yeah, I didn't, um, I didn't know all of that as well. well. Yeah, I, I, more like, details no, keep rolling say, out every say, day. As it as it happened, and as it like you, heard, you first you heard Kobe, then you you heard the possibility of maybe his family, maybe like his his, uh, his daughters, and then it just it, it continued to just get worse and worse and worse. And we were, I, yeah. I was just like, yo, this is the saddest thing ever. And you just like your heart just goes out to everybody, and it's, and it's it's I don't know. It's the first time I've actually like cried in a long time. Yeah. Like I'm not trying to like, I'm done crying, to be honest. Like I'm done. I'm done crying. We're here to celebrate Kobe. It's, it's, it's tough because <laughs> even now I'm starting to get like, it's, it's, that's break, what I'm it's saying. bubbling up. Because you can't, because you can't, that's why it's like, I was going to say like, how can you, how do you know when you're done crying? How do you yeah. know when you're done, when you're done grieving? I think that, I think, I think that's how we have to kind of, 
I don't know, give ourselves, we have to, I think we have to show ourselves a little bit more compassion when it comes to grief, when it comes to grieving. And like, we never, because we have to remember that, that these moments, I think, I think I was on the, either the Breakfast Club or somebody, he brought TD Jakes on to give us a good, to give, to give mm-hmm. people a good give word. Give it a little. Mm-hmm. And he says something, he says something, I think, to, along, the, along the lines of like, every time you feel that and you, every time you feel that sadness, it's just a rep, that's just a representation of, of what, of how much that person meant. Or, or you know what I mean, or what they, you know what I'm saying, and, yeah. and, and so you have to let that affect you. You have to, you, you can go away from it sometimes, but then when it comes back, you gotta just feel it, and then it is what it is. Like you, I don't know if you can ever say that you're done grieving or done crying over something. I don't know. Yeah, this is what I was <laughs> gonna say about crying. Like it was the first time I had cried in a long time, yeah. right? And and I didn't know Kobe personally. I didn't know him. Right. He just was a, a vision or a men- he was really a mentor. To me, like an older brother of someone I, I aspired to be like for so long. For sure. And for someone that played basketball as much as I did, I just completely like would envision him and see him. And like you said, that mama mentality and and going after life and attacking it with all you can do. And man, that, that man was busy. Like Kobe did everything right. And I, I want to continue to to lead his live his legacy and really be a part of the mama mentality and live that lifestyle of a way. But I, I'm I am done crying as far as grieving. Yeah, complete. It's gonna take some time for something that's connected to us. But so how, how would you say that you guys like invoke mama mentality on a regular basis? Getting at it, I'd say yeah. waking up with the the desire to want to be better and do better. Waking up and wanting to try something new and give it give it more effort and putting in more vibe. <laughs> Not a shameless getting vibey. Getting vibey. No, getting I think vibe-y. I think mama mentality is definitely has is is a branch of being vibey. Mm-hmm. Like going after things and definitely focusing on what's important and really and not just being not trying to be broad on this subject, but focusing on the things and being diligent and focused on one specific thing. Right. Yeah. Kobe was great at so many different things, but really his thing was basketball, his attention to detail, the way he focused and studied and committed to that led to so many other great things right. yeah. and focusing on something specifically mm-hmm. is really the the ultimate effort and vibe. Yeah. I think me like personally, just what it encompasses, like hard work, always talent. Word. I, I think to me personally, that's just stuck with me through like I, I was my basketball coaches told me that. So that means they like they were inspired by him. Like it's just so many people who were inspired by him that was then passing on like inspirations that they got from him. You didn't even have to know Kobe, mm-hmm. but like your coach, like when he was when he was at practice, he's like, yo, like hard work is always going to outweigh that. Sh-. Like you can't be out here shooting threes when you know you've been working hard mm-hmm. on that inside jumper. Take that inside jumper because you're going to hit it every time rather than shooting threes right. and you're about to lose this the game. Like that's stuff that we always heard. So I think like me personally, that's something that just sticks with me and everything like. I go to the gym <laughs> when the trainer's like yelling. I'm just like, all right, like I just got to, I got to work hard. Like I got to work hard. There's no substitute like, for at hard At the end work, of the day. Right? Yeah. And like, he always, <laughs> one of, one of my favorite trainers at Brendan by Ray, shout out to Rich. He's always like, don't waste your time. Like you got here, like you're already here. Like don't waste your time. Like you're, you're really about to come here and just like, you know, like shoot the shit. Like you didn't come here to shoot the shit. You came here to work out. And it's like the same thing that's been instilled from basketball, but that also was, just Kobe's being passed down. It's just crazy. So, so it, I think it all comes down to focus, right? Like you mentioned it earlier. Um, it doesn't matter who you are. Uh, it's like focus and find your purpose and wake up every single day with the intention on making today better than the last. I think that's, I think that's what it's all about. And it's, it's like that journey 
that daily journey is like you're on a quest to reaching your full potential every single day. Every time you, every time you wake up for a new day, you know what I mean? And it's like, it's like, like, what did Kobe do? He, he was out here shooting shots. So each, each day you got to go out here and shoot your shot. You know what I'm saying? And, and treat every day like it could be your last. And like, that's the one thing I think I find peace in when it comes to this situation was the fact that he was on his way to, he was on his oh, way to go do his thing. He was out there. Right. Going, he was, he was going to, to go do go what he loved with Gigi. Exactly. They were together. Both of them. They, could, they had a special bond over, over the love, over the, over the love of basketball. So mm-hmm. it was just like, that's the, that's the one, you know what I mean? That's the one thing where you're just like, okay. Yeah. We can't make sense of this. Yeah. But we can know that they were out here doing what they love to do. And if that's how you got to go out, then that's how you got to go out. You know what I mean? That's how we got to live each day. Yeah. And that's like another aspect. I think that as like someone who was a girl and played ball, like I appreciated the bond that he had with Gianna and even Natalia, honestly, because creating the whole Mamba Academy and then specifically having like Mamba Girls basketball and Mamba volleyball. Like seeing Natalia out there do her thing in volleyball. I didn't play volleyball, but that I, some of my friends did. I was like, yo, that's lit. Like she's out here killing just like her dad, but in a completely different sport. Like I get, I think she's like a middle blocker. Um, so she's literally like, she spikes every ball. Like she's just, she's nice. Like, that's from Kobe Yeah, it is like, exactly. Right and it's just like, seeing her kill in another sport is wild. And then Gianna just naturally, like I was, <laughs> I was watching videos um, on Vanessa's page actually the other day. And Gianna had like um, I guess they had come from like a Christmas dinner or something and she had heels on and like a cute little dress and she was on a court like balling yeah and I was like I was looking at her arms and I was like yo like babe like look at her wingspan <laughs> like it was just so oh, crazy she was like the one. yes like it was just was so crazy like she effortless 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 I don't even know how to say it you got it effortless effortlessly effortlessly Yes. There we go. Effortlessly put the ball behind her back. <laughs> it was out here still killing the heels, honestly. So she wasn't heels. Long story short, she was about to bust somebody's ass. I, I felt like when I watched that video, it was the equivalent to guys and how we always wanted to hoop and how we, we used to wear our shorts underneath our pants. Everywhere we go. Remember that early you never, on? You never Just know. in case of br- uh, a one-on-one broke out. Exactly. Yo, or my five mom. On five. Like, yeah. okay. My mother used to think I was dumb as hell wearing them damn Yo, things. I was hot as shit. So I used to feel like guys only felt like they were the only ones who could have tearaways. Because like that's just like what guys had like guys yeah like guys always had tearaways like you never seen like there there was girls that had tearaways but like y'all didn't give us like yeah, as those much girls hype. played for the right like, I like, globe hold on right when but I was I younger to, I used to like when girls used to I used to like when girls just like tomboys first of all and then like and like lady hoopers always intrigued me and then it was like when when the, when the girls go to tearaways and they had the open they had the open slit you know what I mean like, mm-hmm. oh she was like, get a little that's skin. <laughs> I have you're a kid and you I, saw like, I had a few of those and I just I didn't play no far. I just like the outfit. That's what right. I'm when you're when you're a kid, you see a little thigh, a little thigh leg, you, <laughs> you go get a little crazy. Excited. That's what I'm saying. What? Yeah, my favorite was like court too. Yeah, oh, double whammy. Yeah, <laughs> she hoop and she got a little thigh leg. Right. Yeah, she got some nice. Yo, oh, and then man. and then like thigh when leg. you was nice and then you used to travel with the boys team and like they was nice and you used to be like <laughs> oh like yeah like we both nice like everybody to hang out like we all nice we all hang out we play together in the summer too. <laughs> like it's just stupid stuff but yeah that's when that's when the fellas really learn how to shoot their shot if you know what I'm saying right, right. well no but there's also I think that there was just a recent interview that populated again that surfaced with Kobe when he was um, talking yeah, I mean, to I think LeBron's class 
Yeah, that was uh, early um, early two thousand before. Yeah, uh, before LeBron came into the league, and he was just like, "Yeah, like you know, y'all got to make sure y'all ain't running around with these hoes." Da, da, I mean, he parties. didn't say, like, say hoes. Okay, he did say hoes, but like, all right, y'all know what I meant. But <laughs> so essentially, y'all can't be in the club. Y'all can't be doing that. You know, find yourself a nice little lady, settle down, blah blah blah. And he was like, "Yeah," and when y'all get that Similac off y'all breath, just know I'm gonna bust y'all ass when y'all come to the league. <laughs> like that ain't a joke. And everybody's like, ha, 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 ha. He's like, ha, ha, no, no, for real, for real. Kobe so. had this arro- arrogance about him that in the moment you're like, oh, all right, like, damn, like, for real. But at the same time, you're like, yeah, yeah, I mean that. Right. And then back in and to back it up, there's nothing better. You got to be, I think everybody has a little arrogance inside of them that they got to, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. let out some way, yeah. one way or another. You got to believe your own crazy. <laughs> what, what I also think is crazy is the... The, the Denver case, yeah. right? And how that kind of got, like how that kind of bubbles back up now mm-hmm. from where it was before. Cause that did happen, right? There was sexual <laughs> allegations and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And it all got handled in civil court outside of the, the main court. You know, I'm not a lawyer or anything, yeah. but I see a lot of things online that's kind of like bubbling up amongst that. Cause there, some people are like, oh, good for him. I'm like, wow, how could you say this immediately as a Kobe fan? But at the same time, I'm like, all right, I got to respect where these people perspectives are coming from from that vantage point yeah. of what happened back in back in Denver. Yeah, I think I think you got to definitely hold people accountable no matter what. As hard as it may be for definitely the Kobe fans out here, realistically like that that was someone's daughter. Right. That was someone's, you know, like we we got to acknowledge the fact that it did happen. He made some sort of confession which I don't know off the top of my head so I'm not going to say what he said, but so I think we just got to acknowledge that and be willing to acknowledge that. Yes, I think he acknowledged that that it wasn't consensual during that time. Like, there's, there's no excuse. You know what I mean? You know, we all come from like the hoop culture, and there's a lot of rape culture, and just and it's just like it's one of those things where we we live we we watch Kobe go through that. You know what I mean? We watched we watched him like really we, really we, we watch him try to they try to prosecute him yeah. and like hang him on the stand. Yeah, we, we, exactly. And we, and like, I'm like earlier when I said that like, he kind of defies all odds and where it was just like, that was, that was a time where it was like, it was terrible. You know what I mean? And then like for him to, I think really transform, turn his life around, become the family man that he was. And, and you know, it was, ultimate growth. Yeah. It's like, it's like, exactly, exactly. It's like, it's like the growth and, and the dedication to it. And it's like, whenever it's funny, not funny, but it's like whenever somebody passes, we always, you know, like we, we we always dig up everything, you know. What I mean, bring it all back. But I think I think that I think now, you know, with everything going on with like, with like cancel culture and everything like that, where it's like we were able to move past it. Then we were able to come, we were able to bring it back and, and discuss it and discuss discuss the, the nuances of it all and discuss how I think I think I think we're headed towards that like redemptive culture that that I speak about when it's like we gotta we, we understand that we're not the worst thing that we do. You know, what I mean, we're also not the best thing that we do either. But it's like we gotta we gotta we gotta be able to. We got we to be able to acknowledge it all and really just celebrate it all for what it is. For so much that Kobe accomplished as well. And it's just like. That's just the society we live in today, yeah. though, now. Like you said, like, you're just going to dig things up. For the sake of digging them up. Yeah. Um, anyone, whoever passes away that's in that celebrity eye, you're always going to have that part of the the Internet that's going to say. Oh, wow. remember, remember this? Right. Remember, remember you did, did that? Oh. Yeah, Facebook. And it's like, so nasty. Okay. Facebook does it. I hate Facebook reminding me about things that happened that I don't need to know about yeah, and how awful true. I looked back then. 
It would Some be. of those reminders are annoying as fuck. I'd be looking at it like, come on. <laughs> Tatiana, that wasn't you. You've grown, Facebook, and you know I've grown. So why are you taking me back? <laughs> to remind you. Yeah, remind you where right. you came from. Right. Never forget. Keep you, yeah, keep that, you honest. Skip that part. <laughs> Never forget. Yeah, that's why I just deleted Facebook. I blocked I just, it out. Why are you blocking it I got out? rid of Facebook altogether way back when. It's just easy just to have Instagram. Just easy to just scroll and click and like, and that's it. Growing up in this day and age, it would be, would be tough because everything's so like in your face and you can't, it can't be forgotten. I feel like with the whole case in Colorado, like we, Kobe was able to grow through that. We lived through that mm-hmm. and we've seen him kind of elevate to the next level, like you said. But if we could move on from that, uh, what are some of y'all favorite memories in regards to Kobe? Jersey dress. The Jersey <laughs> yeah, the Kobe dress. dress? Oh, not anymore. What do you she mean? Grew out of oh, it. the Jersey dresses. Mm-hmm. Oh, I used to love the Jersey dresses. Mm-hmm. We used to go roller skating and the girls would wear the Jersey dress. They have the Sixer <laughs> one, the Kobe one. Listen, and the Vince yeah. Carter and the T-Mac. Yeah, that's about it. That's all I remember. <laughs> okay. Okay. Those are your <laughs> favorite girls? Well, yeah, of course. Did you wear it with those Manolo Tims? <laughs> no, I, didn't, nah, I, wasn't, I wasn't from the New York, so I didn't do Tims and Jersey dress. I did Forces and dresses. Yeah, yes. And dresses. That's, yes. Right. that's more like some Boston shit. Yeah, yeah you have the, you definitely get the Chris Air Force Ones. Yeah. She kicked yeah. those on, and what? She have the different color uh, socks? Yeah. What? <laughs> that's when you knew you had... <laughs> That's when you knew she was bad. She had different color socks yeah. when she changed into her skating so shoes. The crazy thing is that's going to come back. So everybody just be ready. No way. Jersey dresses. No way that comes back. Okay. Fashion repeats itself. 100% think jersey dresses are going to come back at some point. Beyonce's going to Beyonce's gonna give it an orange box and everybody's going to wear it. <laughs> By that time, Beyonce will be like 60. I don't think. We'll you don't think that Beyonce will be. Oprah, I don't think Oprah was giving out presents for years. I, I didn't matter her age. Beyonce is like a fashion <laughs> icon, though. I think she's really good for music, but I don't see Beyonce it as the fashion. The okay, so please, the jersey dress coming back. Yeah, if Ivy Park had a jersey dress, that's what I'm dress, saying. Ivy Park is already sold out. Have you back. tried to get something? That's real. I don't know. Ivy Park not. Was, Ivy Park's not even for men. Okay, so that's why you didn't know it dropped and it sold out. All right, jersey jersey dresses. It is then. We will going to come back. All right, we're going to time that. We're going to put that in the box. I mean, it's recorded. Oh, we will. Don't you worry. I want to actually take a poll too. So I'm a fans. Let me know. Do you agree with me or do you agree with Javon? I think Jersey Justice are coming back. Javon says no. <laughs> Please let us know. Yeah, let us know at Effort and Vibes. At Effort and Vibes. I want to know who wore Jersey Dresses. Do you remember Kobe's music video? I remember he rapped for like a second. Uh, but I don't remember. I don't remember it video. actually. I know Kobe's an award winning uh, writer. And he yeah. wrote Dear Basketball. I do know that. And mm-hmm. won a, an, was it Os- Oscar? An Oscar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he won yeah, an Oscar, Oscar for that. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> that much I do know. I he, did, he definitely had a music video. Because he, he, he had a... He, I remember he, seeing he rapped it. For like, like, he got like one song. He had like one verse. And like he spoke, he like rapped in Italian too. It was it was inter- very interesting. Yeah, I need to see this. Someone resurfaces. He doesn't, he doesn't like... Tag us in it's this. like old Kobe with the fro. Fro Kobe. Fro, and, fro, and then fro-y. Like, mm. with like a... A leather jacket on or some shit like some yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yo some of the outfits Furby back there are different. wild yeah <laughs> seeing the 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 triple x suits in the in the chinchilla bags and you could tell <laughs> when you when athletes first get like their real money they start buying some obnoxious shit <laughs> or anyone in for that matter because i know if i run into some big money i'm buying some stupid shit in the beginning then i'm just gonna go back to like t-shirt jeans but that's real my that's favorite true. my favorite kobe moment would definitely have to be when he dropped 81 yeah like that was just by far. I thought the TV was broken. I thought someone lost their job. <laughs> I thought like literally because it comes on the bottom of the ticker <laughs> on ESPN. Yeah. In the morning, I used to wake up every morning before school and watch it. And at the bottom, it was like 
you know, Kobe 81. I'm like, yo, someone just screwed up and miss has dyslexia and press meant to put 18 <laughs> Discalcula. And, yeah. and put 81. <laughs> and then the, the highlights started. Oh man, I was like any way you wanted it. I was late for school that day watching that highlight, <laughs> like, yo. This dude really dropped 81. And then, you know, you go to school like, yo, did you see my mans? Yeah. He was out here cooking everybody <laughs> on the Raptors. Uh, yeah, he like any way you wanted it that night, he was giving it to you from beyond the arc, dunking on you, whatever. It was it was ridiculous. I think my my favorite Kobe moment had to be his last game uh, versus Utah when he, he dropped 60 and he just Oh. The farewell game or whatever. Like after after having like the farewell tour, I mean, and then like coming back from the injury and just like you just remember going so, I just remember going so hard for Kobe in group chats. You know what I mean? Oh, the so arguments? Like, right. Let's not even talk about the group chats. Right. Yeah, any, this is any argument. Before the group chat. He was in face to face arguments. Yeah. Like, yo, and I'm sure the girls would see that. Y'all would see dudes just arguing about Le- LeBron versus Kobe. Right. Mm. I was or there. Kobe, or, or I was Mike like, shut Kobe. up. Yeah. So then like- <laughs> I was so present. Then, so then like for him to, for him to, for him to just settle any dispute, for him to just like go out last game. I remember, I remember just, I remember watching it. I remember like falling asleep and then waking up and being like, Kobe going for 60. Like, I mean, just everybody, all this, all the celebrities in the building. Um, and it was just like, boom, I'm out. You know what I mean? Like, y'all can't tell me nothing. Drop 60 and then it's like, that's it. I'm done. What I'll say about that, <laughs> what, what I noticed about that game, and I read something that he was playing against Gordon Haywood. And when he was at the free throw line, I think when he had 59, Gordon Haywood like jumped in front of um, of the foul line or just stepped forward just in case if he missed it, he'd be able to shoot again at the free throw line to get 60. <laughs> and I was like, yo, who, what more, what better sportsmanship is that than to be like, all right, like, this is your last game. Here right. you go. And, and it just shows the the respect that people have in the league. I see people were doing the 24 second and the, and the eight second, the eight second clock, yeah. Yeah. clock violation. Clock. And you know, all-star weekend this year is going to be a Liddy with Kobe. Yeah, I know. Aren't you guys going to be there? I was like, we're about to be out there. there. I know. Chicago that weekend. I, I, I still actually, Javon and I were going to um, grab tickets to enshrinement this year, actually in Springfield because Kobe was getting inducted. Mm-hmm. Um, still kind of want to, just be in the area for that. I want to see what they're gonna do, or I don't know. That's definitely about he, it. he's already he's like already in it now. They're just like because I oh, think he they was, do yeah, like first the, ballot Hall of Famer yeah, for sure. But for, I was yeah. I already had I had a reminder in my phone to when to buy tickets. It was like April first um, or something. Like tickets first go on sale, so oh, I was okay. like, yeah. I set the reminder for the time like twelve a.m. to see if they'd be available because I can't see them being more than a hundred a hundred bucks a ticket mm-hmm. to just get a seat in the building. And when this happened, I'm like, damn, the one person I wanted to go see and like be as close to mm-hmm. not even going to be there. Part of me is kind of a little bitter about it because I'm like, I don't really want to go to anyone else. Mm-hmm. Like, it's nice, but that's right. who I wanted to see. Yeah. And the last game I seen of his was in like 2014 when he came to Boston mm-hmm. after the injury. Yeah. And I was like, I have to go because this could be it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it'd be a whole, I think they'll honor him and yeah. do a whole event. I think they definitely will. I feel like they will. I, they definitely need to, uh, what do y'all think? Did y'all see the, um, him becoming the new logo. What do you think? About I see that? that. I see that circulating. I'm not mad around. at it. Yeah, I I like it. I like. That'd I think cool. you. Sh- I think they've tried to update. They've tried to update the NBA in so many different ways, and I think this would just be an honest attempt at a refreshed kind of global brand. Because mm-hmm. let's be honest, like the logo has been the logo Jerry West for so long, right. and I don't even think he wants to be the logo no more. <laughs> like I think he's all set. Like, he's like, yo, I'm I'm good. Like let this other kid. Be it and and being that it's Kobe and what's happened, 
it's a little too soon, in my opinion, as far as when he's passed and people trying to make changes too quickly. I don't, I'm not fond of that. Yeah. But at some point I could, I would be on board of that happening, say like 2021, 2022. Yeah. I, I think. Yeah, absolutely right about that. I think when you talk about the NBA being a global brand, I think about you talk about somebody who Kobe was a global person. You know what I'm saying? Someone who spoke eight languages. You know what I mean? Someone who grew up overseas, and it's like they, they have to they have to figure out a way to, to roll it out. You know what I mean? They shouldn't just be reactionary about it. Mm-hmm. No, they'll, they'll, they'll do not, a good not job. Make it seem it. like it's an emotional decision right now, but I think to honor his legacy, to honor, I think he deserves it. I think he's earned it. Like you said, no, nobody even I think cares about Jerry West anymore. I, I can't even remember a Jerry West highlight. So like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like, I think I think it should be Kobe. And I think eventually they'll get it right and uh, and, and do what's necessary. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so like in lieu of celebrating, how have you guys like been celebrating Kobe all this week or since you've heard or? I just been trying. I just been trying to continue to live by the mom mentality and just really just try to inspire people in in in, in, in everything that I do. You know what I mean? Um, every day. I'm 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 sitting down with people and speaking with individuals and trying to make trying to make their lives better. You know what I mean. So it's like I feel I feel like I'm able to kind of embody Kobe in that sense um, in the work that I do. So it's like I just I just been trying to really focus in and lock in with that and 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 have that anchor me as I try to just continue to just live and do my job and, and like honor honor Kobe honor his spirit. Mm-hmm. I mean I'm still rocking my Kobe's. I wore them today. Hey. <laughs> I, yeah, I got my Laker hoodie on. I'm, yeah, you got so you got your Laker hoodie on. <laughs> I'm definitely hooping this weekend because I gotta get I gotta get I gotta get some shots up. Yeah, no, but, that, uh, for, yeah. First things first. I had the best workout the, the next day. Like I was just like, gotta do yep, it. got it. Like literally, just gotta go hard. Um, so I d- definitely had the best workout. But just like you said, it was just like a, a refresh, and, and it happened so soon. And it's the beginning of the year, and it's just like as it's a reminder to just keep that mom mentality at all times. Do your work ethic in any capacity, whether that be home. Hobbies, work, school, work. ball. <laughs> ball has taught everyone so much. I think it's like life lessons. Basketball teaches so many different lessons for us in our adolescence. And then we grow those skills and into actual adulthood and become a part of us. And I think that's why Kobe's so important to us with mama mentality. Uh, it's just, it's just, it's crazy to see, honestly. It's, it's still wild to, to pick up on. But it, it also picks up another thing for me. It's like the whole grieving aspect of of life. Mm-hmm. Like, I really didn't know how to go about this. Like, seeing how I didn't meet Kobe and know Kobe and grieving about this. For some people, they see me and they're kind of like, all right, like, you know, you, you'll be all right. Get over right. it. It's like, dude, you're a grown-ass man. Like, what are you? This is a sports fan. But at the same time, they don't understand yeah. where I'm coming mm-hmm. from or where it's, where it's meant to be. But it made me think about just, like, grieving. Yeah. And like processing that new emotion, not new, but like it's been a while mm-hmm. and kind of working through that and the, the reasons to feel grief for celebrities. Right. Yeah. yeah. Why do you think we feel grief for these people? Yeah, way, I, you know? I think you feel I think it is, it is eerie anytime a celebrity kind of passes because you're just like, why do I feel something? And then you, you think about it and you realize it's like because they impacted you in a certain way. They through their work or through whatever, however they've expressed themselves. Through us all, to us, we they've made us feel a way, you know what I mean? And then you see how they've affected other people as well. You also take take that into account. Um, and then I think that like, for me, for me, like to your point where like people, yeah, I, I felt I felt it crazy. And then like the next day I went to work and then like nobody was like even thinking about it, you know what I mean? So it was, it was that, that shit depressed me. I ain't gonna lie. It, it like made me just like, damn, like motherfuckers don't even care about Kobe. Uh-huh. So I'm like, fuck, I'm, I'm, I'm just sitting in my own like space, you know what I mean? And then. 
you, I think I, I was able to deal with that just by just talking about it. You know what I mean? Just, just, just talking to my, my homies, you know, talking to some people like, you, you, cause when you think about what Cody represented, you think about, for me, it was like, that's why I picked up a ball to begin with. And it's, you know, in the first place, cause it was like, every time you shoot, you use yelling out Kobe's name. You know what I mean? So it's like, you just think back to, for me, it was able to, I was able to think back to just those kind of moments and, and then just kind of reach out to those people, to those memories, and then like find some type of, I don't know, constellation in that, 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 that those relationships are still intact sometimes based, based off of just like, you know, this person that represented so much, you didn't even realize it until they're, until they're until gone. Until they're gone, right? Until they're gone, exactly. Yeah. So. I think it's, I think it's also like a, a wake up call for a lot of people who like thinking about the people who don't even play basketball or the, his, his teammates. So first I want to address like that. Cause I think a lot of men have this like feeling that they, they can't release how they feel or express themselves through like crying and all that. And I think like just being able to see like when they got that news, when they were, you know, um, kind of given those, those 24 second and eight second violations, you know, just seeing the, the men out there like crying. It's just like, it's, it's, it's okay to express that like at that time, like that's really how you felt. He made a movement on you. Like he made a movement on us and we don't even know him. Like I can only imagine y'all playing with him and the things that he said to you that you actually literally instill day to day. Like everybody on his, the Lakers team, that's his team. So there's not anything that you can think about on that day that he didn't say. Um, It's just like, he related to so many people like off the court as well. Like just uh, the man that he was for his family, although like they went through trials and tribulations, obviously, but just seeing the man that we he was for do. his family, it just, it just made people think holistically about everything. Like not even just him, um, but the families who were on the helicopter as well. Like everybody just, t- I think it made everybody take a step back and just look around them. Like even there was a video like Omari Hardwick from um, Ghost from Power, anyone who doesn't know. Um, he kind of just made a video of just like how it shook him to the point where like, he's like, give people their flowers while they're here. Cause yeah. it's like, and he's like, I'm, I'm proud that I'm one who's not shy to do that. Um, and I think it just made a lot of people who, you know, if you didn't know what Kobe was really about once from hearing his stories and and everything there, you'll you're able to just kind of relate that to your own personal, you know, yeah. people in their homes just relate their figures to you. I seen the hashtag going around girl dad mm-hmm. and I'm really liking this hashtag. If we can transition then to this, what's something that you'll take away from this experience like well, as, I- a, as a whole? I personally haven't experienced like my my celebrity death that has like impacted me yet. But what I thought was was interesting and what I took from this was not only as someone that hasn't that's not relating to this in regards to Kobe's a basketball player. I don't relate in that point. I relate to the fact that, yes, this is a family man. He was dedicated, like he was determined. He was on the grind. Like that's what we relate to. But um it was hard, but it was, it was hard to watch like my husband cry. And it was interesting that when like my grandmother, I thought I would have to explain to my grandmother who Kobe was and like what happened. But my grandmother even knew like, oh yeah, like Jaden, like my little cousin was super sad about it. And my grandmother knew simply because my little cousin was like distraught. So I thought it was very interesting how the impact hit so many generations. I didn't even think it would. And global ambassador. Yeah. I think this is probably like as big as what Michael Jackson's passing. Like yeah. this feels like that. Yeah. My it mom just, was on her way to her nail appointment and grandma 
told her because you know girl i got my grandma we got my grandma an echo for christmas so now that woman's connected <laughs> my grandma also has like the newest iphone so she's out here oh she's connected um, you would think that you would think that her grandmother wouldn't know what's happening what's going on she plugged in she's yeah she's her memory in. is still on point plugged nothing's in. gone everything's yeah. right there iphone update what is this alexa this so uh, siri like, that it doesn't she's matter like, yeah i was watching um the news on you know echo and they said kobe bryant died you know that my mom's like what <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. and then she's like i had to call tay but it's just like you said like it affected so many so many generations in like I kept, my grandma didn't know he scored eighty one points in a game, or maybe she did. Like, yeah. <laughs> who knows? That's just she knew what he was. Right. She was aware of his greatness, like so many other things. Something that I thought was really cool is well, during the week, something that I related to Kobe. I was I've been posting quotes every day on morning tea quotes, um, and one of the quotes that I posted was "Be willing to sacrifice everything, but compromise nothing in your quest to be the best." And that was a Kobe quote, and I just really related to that one. That was beautiful. That man. That's all I got. That's a winner. He's a yeah. uh, Do y'all remember that 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 Kanye Kobe commercial where Kanye was like, "How much more do you want from me?" And Kobe was just like, "More." He's like, "How much more successful do you want me to be?" And he's like, "More, more successful." successful. Yeah. And he's like, "How many more records can my records break? More records." And then he ends it, and he's like, "But I'm the best." And he's like, "But what do you say?" He's like, "Uh." Are you a different animal in, in the, the same, same beast? beast? <laughs> and, and Kanye's like, "What does that even mean?" And uh, it's it's like when you think about it, it's just like you got to just continue to keep evolving. You got to keep continue to keep attacking life the same way. And it's funny because like I, I think I think I've adopted that. I think we've all have in some way. And I can't help but look at Kanye and be like, I, st- I still think he doesn't get it. Really? <laughs> I, I still think he doesn't get it. No, he's he's definitely adopted a new way of life. He's definitely grown into something totally different. I didn't different. think that was going to be the end of the Plot twist. We'll see what he has. I mean, 2020 is still a, a long year. Yeah. We're just starting off 2020, but it is starting off rocky. I'll be honest. Not what we predicted. You got all these viruses coming Guys, out. We just have to remember earthquakes, fires. That when we're <laughs> uncomfortable, change is happening. That's what you gotta remember. There so it's go. a new decade. It's we are very dawn. uncomfortable. It's a new day. But I'm not gonna lie. I feel like this is, you know, I've been changing a little bit. Mm-hmm. Growth. Well, all right then. I'm not <laughs> even I can't even finish anything else on that. Um well, that's Effort and Vibes. We've, we've kind of chosen this uh, clip to showcase not only Kobe's work ethic, but um, his contagious effort he puts on for his family and his, for his dreams. And we'll catch y'all next week, man. Thanks for listening to Effort and Vibes. Thanks for joining us on Effort and Vibes. Once again, I'm your girl, Tay. It's your boy, Jay. Hey, it's Tati. And your brother, Zay. Catch y'all next week. Bye. Deuces. Peace.